Hello, and welcome to the Midlife Crisis Podcast. This podcast is recorded on Anchor.fm. And attached to this podcast is a link that will take you over to my website, where you can view my shop to purchase your digital natal transiting report. You can view my blog, and you can also view my Pinterest If you don't already have Pinterest, go on ahead and download the app and create a free profile and follow me at the, T-H-E, Caribbean Astrologer. That is also the name to my blog, the Caribbean Astrologer. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the art of letting go. How I came across the art of letting go was when I first went through my midlife crisis about two years ago. That was also the time that I created the podcast and got a therapist because I felt that I was looking for someone who looked like me and sounded similar to me that told the raw and uncut truth about what they were experiencing during their midlife crisis, and I couldn't find one. And so that's how the podcast came to fruition. I also decided not to network the podcast because I felt that anyone who came across the podcast, it was fate, it was destiny, it was meant to be. Now, I would appreciate your digital currency if you follow the podcast regardless of what platform you are using, as this podcast is on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. So just follow the podcast, and um, I appreciate it. For those of you that have already followed the podcast, I see you, and thank you so much for your digital currency. The art of letting go is five stages to the art of letting go. And by the end of the stages, what I noticed is that I woke up one day and I felt so much lighter. The colors were different. They were just a little bit brighter. The birds chirping was a little more chirpier, if that's a word, if I may. (laughs) And it was like life just opened up. One day the stars just opened up by Maya Angelou. And I had more peace in my mind and peace in my heart. I discovered by holding on to my thoughts and how I felt only hurt myself. And it made me more bitter and more angry. And even now I will get those spiritual indicators that tell me this is something that you need to get off of your conscious off of your chest. 
Now, there's a lot of things that I know because I'm so spiritually inclined and I keep it to myself. I don't let the other person know I'm aware. I typically don't. Sometimes I do. Most of the time I don't. So even now, I work on letting people know I see you. There's a, a, a funny spook movie that says, uh, the title is, I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's absolutely hilarious. And what an on-time word, right? Uh, <laughs> it kind of rings true. You know what you did last summer, you know. It's a way of letting people know, I know what you did. You think it's a secret, but it's not. You think because... I didn't call it out that I do not know, and that's not true. So even now, when I get that tug in my spirit or that tug in my heart to release that thing and let them know it's not a secret, that's exactly what I do. I release it. And I actually feel a lot better. Recently, I had an acquaintance whom I've recently gotten rid of, which was a long time coming. Uh, They were jealous because I went to the Virgin Islands and they tried to hide it. Uh, The person tried to hide quite a few things. And once in a while, I would let them know that I knew, but they seemed to always forget. That just because I don't say anything, that doesn't mean that I don't know. And so I had to let them know, like, listen, I know you were jealous about me leaving the country, even though you tried to hide it. I had to let them know. And I had to let them know that I was aware that they were angry about me not giving them access to me. And they would indirectly sneak this. That's what we called it back in the day. Uh, Indirect sneakness. This is when people use words like everybody and people. Phrases like we all have. This is people that are, they're really speaking to you, but they're not speaking directly to you. This is a coward that does such a thing, right? And so, um, I actually got tested maybe about two days ago. Um, Actually, twice this week, now that I think about it. um, Where a person said, uh, we all have. It was two different people, we all have. And the first time, I didn't realize it. Because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't realize it until after the fact. I was like, oh, I missed the test. Then it came back around again a second time, and I noticed that I got that spiritual check right in my spirit, but I didn't say anything. Now I'm realizing, oh my God, that was a test, and I failed it again, because I was supposed to, what I'm teaching myself to do is when people use words like people, everybody, that goes for anybody, we all have, I'm trying to teach myself to say, to the person when you say such and such and so and so that includes me and I prefer if you speak directly to me and not indirectly to me about me 
Don't include me in these things. It applies to you. It does not apply to me. Don't include me. Because then it starts looking like we in secret competition. Or there's some type of jealousy uh, underlining here. So I'm going to get into it because I know the test is going to come back around again. I'm going to get into it, y'all. I'm working. I'm working. I'm still working on not um, answering the phone or returning calls and texts uh, or even being on social media during new moons, full moons, and eclipses. I know we have a new one coming up in Virgo, uh, August 27th. So my goal is to be MIA, the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th. That's my goal. I'm working it out. I'm working it out. Work in progress. All right, the art of letting go. The art of letting go. We may hold on to grudges, resentment, uh, animosity, um, anger. We may be hard on ourselves. We may be mad at ourselves. Um, Whatever the case may be, heartbreak um, from someone we were in a relationship with. We could be experiencing heartbreak from. Um, a mother, a father, the caretaker, the child, if you're old enough, your children, if you're old enough, your grandchildren, if you're old enough, whatever the case may be, we may be holding on to whatever. But since we're going into Virgo season and the theme is about criticism when it comes to Virgo season uh, and people um, doing things that are premeditated and um, uh, crafty or cunning, we're going to go into that. So we may have experienced some criticism, some harsh criticism during our childhood from a parent. Maybe the parent mocked you uh, about something, a flaw that you had. Uh, In high school, most people were teased about something in high school. Uh, You may still remember that and you may still be harboring that. Um, That situation that happened to you in high school that made you angry uh, or made you feel less than or it broke your spirit. It may cause you to have um, low self-esteem or low self-confidence that may show up in your adult life as you don't deserve a better significant other than what you already have. That may show up as you comparing yourself to somebody else. You comparing your looks to how somebody else looks. You comparing your skills, gifts, and talents to somebody else's skills, gifts, and talents. Right? This comes from criticism. Okay? So during Virgo season, what we want to begin to do is to release those things, whatever that may be, so that we can get to a place of a healthy level of self-expression, a healthy level of self-confidence, and a healthy level of self-esteem. Give yourself grace. Don't be so hard on yourself. Give the other person some grace. Don't be so hard on them. Forgiveness truly is for you, for your own peace of mind and your own sanity. You don't even have to let the person know that you don't forgive them. And just because you forgive a person, that don't mean you have to fuck with them. No, you don't. You don't have to speak to the person. You're not obligated to speak to anybody. Keep that in mind, okay? So the art of letting go, and this is what I use. So I'm going to read it because I pulled it up. 
on my phone. So there's five stages. The first stage is denial. And it says your body's normal reaction to rationalize overwhelming emotions and to absorb the reality. A defense mechanism that buffers the immediate shock of the loss. Oftentimes when we're letting go, we may have to let go um, feeling like he or she played me. I'm going to use that because that's been a theme lately. Uh, He or she played me. Um, He or she outsmarted me. Um, um, They got over, he or she got over on me. I never saw it coming. I never knew. Uh, Things like this, our pride, our ego. Um, When we're letting go, that loss actually can feel like death. D-E-A-T-H. It can feel like death. The, and all five stages of the art of letting go feels like death. Or the shedding of old skin. The shedding of the old self. It feels like death. And it may take a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months and stuff. For some people, it can take a couple of years. Uh, The only reason why, and let me just insert this. I watched one person take 10 years to learn one thing. Why did it take them 10 years to learn one thing? Because they were in denial. They did not want to face reality. They did not want to face the truth because the truth hurts too bad. This is why the five stages feels like death. It's painful. But I promise you, once you go through these stages and and you embrace the art of letting go, uh, on the other side, you will feel better, you'll feel whole, and you'll feel at peace. Okay? So the first stage is what? Denial. The second stage is anger. And it reads, the pain of loss starts to firmly take hold. The anger can be towards the other person, or it can be towards yourself, or it can be towards life. A normal stage of the healing process. And we just talked about anger, right? You could be mad at yourself. You could be mad at other people. You could be mad at God. You could be mad at life. Uh, You can be mad that the narcissistic person did whatever it was that they did to you. You could feel like, um, how dare your father die when he died and he just left you. You're angry at him. How dare your mother die when she died uh, and she just left you. You're angry at her, right? You have to begin to let go of the anger. Some people have a sense of entitlement and they get angry that they did not get whatever it was that they were trying to get from whomever they were trying to get it from. Um, No one is entitled to anything. 
No one's obligated to give an entitled person anything. Okay? Let go of the anger. Stage three, bargaining. The attempt to minimize or postpone your sadness by imagining what-if scenarios. You may also feel guilt or responsibility leading to you bargaining. Okay? The third stage is bargaining. And I went through that stage um, during my midlife crisis, bargaining, uh, because I went through a lot of what-ifs. What if this? What if that? Coulda, woulda, shoulda. That whole process. Why? I I had a lot of questions, too. Uh, Why? Why did this happen? Uh, Why did it happen to me? Why, 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 why? That was the the, the, um, bargaining that was postponing my sadness. But I really needed to feel that sadness in order for me to go through the healing process. Right? So you may experience that as well. The fourth one was the depression. I definitely went through depression during my midlife crisis. When I got to stage four, that was when I got a therapist because I couldn't handle um, that depression. And I needed someone to guide me through my midlife crisis. There was no one that I can talk to about it. There were some people that did not believe in a midlife crisis. Uh, no one had any answers. I went to the wisest of the wise people that I was talking to at that time, and they didn't have any answers at all. Uh, the majority of the people didn't even know if they had even experienced a midlife crisis. So I went ahead and I got a therapist. This was where Pluto had came in at. Um, because uh, if you don't have guidance and you're holding it all in, it leads you to depression, okay? So depression reads as the realization of the reality and the true extent of the loss. As the loss feels more present and unavoidable, you feel depressed. An intense sadness usually overshadows all areas of life. And I know that sadness all too well. I was definitely sad about a lot of different things that was happening. And being in nursing didn't make it any better. Uh, I was always on eggshells and always stressed and always battle of the wheels and power struggles and fighting for my fucking sanity. And oh my God, when I finally left nursing, I tell you, I didn't miss it. Did not miss it at all. So much peace. I was able to take time for myself to think things through, to rationalize, to face reality, to go through the process, to think about what's next for me. Uh, talk to my therapist. I was able to, you know, do it all uh, slowly as much as I could take at that time. Because going through on these five stages is also stressful and I I learned not to be overwhelmed with stress by just stopping like the moment I felt overwhelmed with something I just stopped and I would just pick back up 
the next day or two days later, whatever I felt more comfortable with. I knew that I needed to face reality in order to get through the sadness and the depression. Okay, so stage four is depression. Stage five is acceptance. That was the part where I woke up and one day the stars just opened up. Everything seemed brighter. Um, I learned to learn the life lessons through the lens of love so that I can have peace. I learned to learn the life lessons through the lens of love so that I can have peace. Peace is so important. I will not entertain any friendships from anybody, male or female, if my peace is at risk of being disturbed. I will not get into a relationship with a man if I know that my peace is at risk of being disturbed. Will there be ups and downs? Yes, that's normal. That comes with life. But for somebody to be, to be toxic and dysfunctional and childish, uh, um, selfish, narcissistic, sociopath, psychopath, schizophrenic, bipolar, all of that shit, no, 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 no. Mm-mm, no. My answer is no. I will rub my feet together and twiddle my thumbs and get me a Maine Coon cat and a, a, a what you call that little dog? A, a Shih Tzu dog? I, I, that's what I'll do before I allow my peace to be disturbed. I'm not trying to hear it. I will get with a bunch of bitches, okay, and, and take international trips before I allow anybody to come along and to disrupt my peace. I'm not trying to hear it. Period. Because I came a long way. I've done too much work on myself financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. To let anybody come along and pull me back three steps. Not fucking happening. Not happening. Number five, acceptance. And it reads as... Let's see. You might still feel that it's unfair and that's okay. The pain resides, but you can envision your life with the new reality. Life will never be the same. It will continue to be enriched by the loved one's presence. I'm assuming they're talking about somebody else or other people. Your life will continue to be enriched. Let's leave that last part out. Let's reread it again. You might still feel that it's unfair and that's okay. The pain resides, but you can envision your life with the new reality. Life will never be the same, but it will continue to be enriched. So we have five stages, right? Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And that is the art of letting go. I thank you for spending about 24 minutes with me. I hope this has been helpful, um, enlightening, revealing, and I'm praying for you. Because the art of letting go in those five stages, I'm telling you, it will not be easy, but you can do it, okay? 
Until next time, you guys. Shalom.